What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Against All Odds podcast, and Mimi's back this week. Welcome back, Mimi. Thank you. <laughs> Roll intro. So I've been at the field. I think I was at the field up in Irvine for about six hours today. I left here at 5.30. I got to the field around 6.45, and then I did my normal warm-up for 15 minutes, and then I was at the field training with the guys. We had a good group. We had like 10 guys out there, but we trained for about three hours after you know the cool down, and we stretched, and we talked, and everybody left. Then Sam from the 10 Academy, he got me like through a session because he, he's been wanting to do that. He's been wanting to put me through a session. And I was like, yeah, I really wanted to do that. And I'd be like a little collab between our YouTube channels. It was an amazing session, but that was like an hour and 15. And then by the time, you know, you pick everything up and you leave, uh, it ended up being about five hours. And then I was leaving. And then I, a guy from other fields were like, Matt. And then so I came over and talked to them. They recognized me from the YouTube video. Uh, and then when I was walking back, another group of guys saw me. And, and just so, so popular. <laughs> it was really cool though, and I never thought like, I could get this, but like I was there for like six hours. So I'm like, you know, when you've been out in the sun and you've been mentally like, or and physically just Did exhausted. You have on? I, I put sunscreen on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. I did. You're a little rosy. Yeah, because I was in the sun for six hours. Did you reapply? Yeah. Hmm. I don't believe me. Okay, you don't have to believe me. <laughs> How's your day been so far? I this is the first time I've seen you of you today it's three o'clock in the afternoon it's already three no 250 oh yeah um i got up at like six like six forty-five, seven, and then i edited my video for like four hours straight got that up i wanted to be done with it before i started my day mm-hmm. so i got that up exported and everything and then i wrapped some presents then i walked jake. my presents no okay I <laughs> and then i walked jake and then i went christmas shopping and then we tried to meet for lunch, but we weren't hungry. So then yeah. we came home. <laughs> I wrapped more presents. And then now I'm doing this. We literally both met at Kava Grill. And we got there. And we were in line full on. And then I was like, I don't know. What do you want? I'm not that hungry. And was like, I'm not that hungry either. And I was like, should we just go? <laughs> should we go back home? Yeah, You're so like, yeah. I kind of knew that would happen because we were on the phone. I'm like, let's meet for lunch. You're like, okay. I'm going to go grab a protein shake. And then I'll be on my way. I'm like, he's not going to be hungry. He yeah. has a protein shake. It's crazy because it's like people talk about nutrition a lot and like about how like limiting your food sources. But if you consume food that's super satiating, that fills you up like protein and fiber, <laughs> you eat like I had one protein shake and a protein cookie. And I'm still really full from it. And now what's it been? Yeah. Like two, three hours? Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you would have done the opposite, instead of going protein, you went with carbs. Like, you know, you got like donuts or you got something like that. Um, it doesn't fill you up as long, yeah. as much. But fiber and protein. So if you guys want to lose weight, you could, and you have to be in a caloric deficit, but fiber and protein make you feel full. That's satiating foods. Um so we didn't get lunch. <laughs> so long story short, we didn't get lunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can we talk about your latest video and what the big surprise is? Because this is going to come out on Sunday, so we have yeah. some time. Yeah. Um, can we talk about your new product launch? Yes, I suppose. Or not. We could talk about something else. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. To. It's fine. Um, where do I start? I'll start. Okay. So Mimi has been wanting... Mimi... You started off as an interior designer pretty much. You really weren't in that that field, but yeah. then you started to realize that it's less actual design work and more back end. So much back end. 
So you kind of transitioned that dream, that goal from being an interior designer to going into having your own product line and, and following in the footsteps of a lot of people who have been yeah. creating their own furniture, own lines, own designs, stuff like that. So for the first <laughs> step of that, you created... Yes. You created a yes? Yeah. <laughs> so... um. I like I've been wanting to get started for a long time, but it's kind of scary because like we don't know where we're gonna be in the month. Like I can't start like some big project and order a bunch of things and you know contact a factory and all this stuff because I have no idea where I'm gonna be. I can't ship anything. I can't even look at samples. So I was trying to think of something that would be really feasible and easy for me to make, like as the first product, and that was a throw pillow. So we just started out by looking at a bunch of uh, upholstery fabric stores. We went to warehouses in LA, Orange County, San Diego. I've been to a lot of warehouses lately. I've looked at a lot of fabric and I found three that I really love. So I made three pillows and I'm going to release, release them January 1st. So if you're interested, yeah. can we overlay pictures or something? Uh, or oh, he doesn't want to edit that. Just, <laughs> uh, watch my channel because yeah. I talk about all the pillows. And, yeah, go to Mimi's channel, watch yeah. the vlog. You can see the pillows there. And like I am a harsh critic when any time it comes to selling stuff, you know, like yeah. I think that if you are selling something with your name on it, it needs to be flawless, you know, mm -hmm. and that's why I put in so, so many hours in my programs and I put in so much and I, why I haven't released t-shirts or run and do all that stuff. And when you were talking about making pillows, I had no idea how it was going to go. It wasn't yeah, that I, I didn't doubt low, you. He had no, low expectations. No, 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 no. I didn't have low expectations. I was I was just curious to see how the end product was going to turn out. Yeah. And when you show me the first product, the first pillow, I was like, I was, what I say? I was like, this is a 10 out of 10. This is amazing. Yeah, like, I was like, like, this is real. And I'm not the person that's like, oh, 10 out of 10, everything's great. I'm like, yeah. I was like, are I, you just saying that because it's me or do you actually like it? <laughs> no, the pillow literally looks professionally done and I'm very impressed with it. The hidden zipper that you created was awesome. Go watch Mimi's channel. It's way better to see it in yeah. person. Than I mean, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but. Pillows come in all types of, I guess, quality like levels. And I have been around really nice pillows. Like at my um, last company, we would sell pillows to our clients for like $600. Like these pillows, that sounds ridiculous, but they're nice quality, like really, really high-end pillows. And so once I've been around that and once I've felt that and like had that in my hands, like I can tell the difference when I and go so, and feel like a cheap one. And now so you can get those same pillows that you're going to sell for about $300. So it's a really good deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if anybody has an extra $300 and they want a no, pillow. That's stupid. Anybody that, that spends $600 on a pillow, I want to punch in the face. That's so well, stupid. Well, you know there's a huge markup. Like, the, like my company, I'll just say it, we had a huge markup. And yeah. my whole thing is that I want my followers and my subscribers and my friends and family, I want them to have that great of quality but not have to spend a fortune. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna like brag about it, but I'm making essentially the same quality pillows that we did at that company, but there's not the huge markup. How much? You I'm not it taking for? a huge markup. How much you selling? Fifty dollars. Yeah. That's... And I told that to Omar yesterday at training or two days ago. Yeah. He's like, so much you selling for? I'm like, you know, I was like, I'm trying to like go right in the middle. I don't want to charge too much, so fifty dollars a pillow. And he was like. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was like, hey, I knew you were going to say that. My guys don't understand. But if you look at the scale, you have Target and yeah. Home Goods over here. And it's about like $30 to $40 a pillow. $28, $25 on the low end. And then the higher end from that would be like 
60, 70, 80 at like Pottery Barn, West Elm, even 100 at Crate and Barrel, stuff like that. So I wanted to go right in the middle. But a lot of people that don't shop for this kind of stuff, they don't know the market. Well, and to Omar, for if you guys don't know, Omar Zini, who runs Pro GK Academy. Pro GK. <laughs> I've known this guy for, I don't know, eight years now. He is the cheapest <laughs> guy. I swear, when he would drive us to the gym, he'd be like, yo, um... Can you Venmo me like twenty five cents for gas? And it was a cr- it was in the ramble like the, yeah. the gym. He's like, can you Venmo me like twenty cents? And he wasn't joking. Like I Venmoed him. Like I remember one time yeah. I Venmoed him four like dollars and like little yeah. tiny amounts. I mean, he lived on a futon for a while yeah. in someone's living room. So. But like the, he is he's so funny. I love that guy. But he's the cheapest. I we yeah. would go to Chipotle and be like, hey, can I get guac? And then be like, yeah, it's extra. He's like, how much? And they'd be like one dollar. Like. It's like, what do you think? I made a money out here? Like, it's just, he's that kind of guy. He's yeah, that kind of guy. So when I told him, he kind of freaked out. But I, I expect that, honestly, from guys and not to like stereotype or anything like that. But yeah. well, they, they don't get the market. And it's the same thing, honestly, for like your soccer balls. If you were to go tell like me a, a couple years ago your or friend like Brittany about my how, friends about how much you spend on a $150 for, yeah, for a ball. We'd be like, you're stupid. A $150 match grade soccer ball. And then you have your boots that are like, if you get the high top superfly, it's $300. Exactly. So you spend four. Hundred fifty dollars yeah, for but it a makes pair a of cleats on a ball. Yeah, it makes a huge. It difference. makes a huge difference. And no, so yeah. it's not that it's not that you know you charge a certain amount just because or because it's the name or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's usually better quality. Yeah, and personally, I would never buy a throw pillow. To be one hundred percent honest, you know, I wouldn't. But why do you say that? What? What do you want me? I I wouldn't be the person to buy a throw pillow. But there's people out there that buy throw pillows. Well, you right? have to have a pillow eventually. If you were to have an apartment, you're telling me you would never buy a pillow. Um, depends. Are you talking about an apartment that I would go to St. Louis or like a, a like that? Or are you talking about like my actual home? Your actual home. Yeah, I'd get pillows and throw pillows there. Yeah, you nap on your sofa every single day. Yeah, yeah. Do I have pillows on my house in Portland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You I put do. one over I your do. face every Yeah, time. that's right. <laughs> that's how I nap. Yeah. I throw a pillow over my face. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, okay, like throw pillows are stupid. But like right now, mm. Yeah, um, I, I mean, would ne- it's really hard because, like, there's a lot of things that I would buy for myself at this stage of my life if mm-hmm. I had a place to put it. Yeah, and but if, we don't have a home. If so we had, really like, hard. a nice apartment, like, 100%, I'd want a couch, pillows, decorate it, all that stuff. I, yeah. Like, I really am excited for that period, like, of our lives. Um, Maybe when we're, like, 60 or something. Hopefully 50. <laughs> Don't get my hopes up. Yeah. Um, but in other news, so I've been training down here, obviously, blah, blah, blah. Mimi's been down here. We've been down here for a few months. Um, I am leave for Portland tomorrow. First time, I'm, no, I went to Portland. I was in Portland. Uh, yeah, so we're pre-recording this, by the way. Yeah. This is on. This is Wednesday, December... 19th. 19th. I think I said that in my vlog today. Is that right? Yes, that was right. Nice. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm going back to Portland. It's going to be nice, especially do after today. Like my body's so, I can just tell tomorrow. It's nothing hurts and nothing's tight, but it's just mentally and physically yeah, exhausted. Um, so I'm really excited for tomorrow to get on the plane, fly up to Portland. And then it's Christmas. And then just be with my family. And then I think I am still going to be training. I'm going to do a lot of indoor sessions in the squat court squash court you know that i used to do in the the uh last off season tight control touch first touch Mm -hmm. um if there's a decent day i'll go out to the field and do some larger space stuff um but mainly kind of do like every other day type thing probably be bad weather up there too because right now it's rain 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 rain. in san diego it is beautifully sunny i know like we just talked about how i got sunburned today 
Just sun, sun, sun for 60, San Diego. 60, high 60s, low 70s every single day. Yeah. And then we have Portland. Gray and cloudy. Yeah. Every and rain, s- rain, 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 rain. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And, the, and it's funny that the days where it says it like it's partly sunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the days where it's partly sunny, it's very different than San Diego's partly sunny. Like, you'll see in partly sunny San Diego, and I'm like, ah, shoot. And you go outside, there's one t- tiny cloud I was gonna, in the sky. I thought you were going to say how, like, we noticed a difference in how they, like, say the weather. Because... Um, oh yeah. I was I was talking to him about about our weather one day. We we're like walking outside. I was like, oh yeah, it says it's supposed to be partly cloudy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, partly cloudy? Like who says partly cloudy? Because in Portland they say partly sunny. Yeah. Because cloudy is the norm. So then they sometimes get the sun. I but think that's with us, yeah. It's the opposite. I'm pretty sure that's what all the newscasters say. I'm, I might just be an idiot, which is a very high possibility. Yeah, very high. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't watch the news anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. Could, just ignore everything we just said. That could said. definitely be a possibility. Yeah, let's just ignore what we just um, said. But yeah, so that's that's what I'm doing, and it's gonna be really nice to take a few more like a deload week, a little bit lighter training, a little bit lighter workouts, and to go uh, Christmas shopping. Let my yeah to go Christmas shopping, let my body recover, and then just hit it hard in January. Um, but in terms of the teams, like a lot of people always ask, like, uh, oh, actually, first before I even talk about this, I watched a video by, by Unisport, and I pop in and I watch probably one of Unisport's videos per month if I'm being 100% honest you know the, the, the videos that I think they produce really good content but I think a lot of it's tailored to younger players um, but they had this they had this one video um, that was the truth of being a pro soccer player and it was a collab with uh, Will oh, when you're watching the car yeah yeah with, they, did, they did a good job making did that. you watch it I saw the beginning when they were like showing the player and he did the thing where he like looks up like yeah. at the camera like, well, well Unisport has they make really like high quality yeah. videos like that and Will John has, is a big YouTuber as well that we've been in contact a little bit he's super super cool guy really good career so far um, and still going and he's like He's been playing for like 14, 15 years. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they made this, they did this collab and Will John brought in his friend as well and they talked about the, the actual truth of being a pro soccer player. And these are guys Sounds that- Sounds like have, a channel that I know. <laughs> and these are these are guys that have played in the MLS, you know? Mm-hmm. Like this isn't, these aren't like even like players like that criticize me for being lower leagues. Like these guys have played in the first division of America, top divisions in the world. And- they the stuff they talk about the struggle the, com- the competition about how when you finally get a contract there's a hundred other guys that would take your spot that are better or the same level than you but mm-hmm. they just don't have the connections there everything and I'm just I loved it loved it loved it because it yeah, shows the real it out on your I platform. shouted it out on my YouTube I put it up on my Instagram I love that video because it's so so true and that's what like my whole goal with my channel and my podcast and everything is to show that side because how many emails and messages do i get matt why don't you try to play for uh the portland timbers matt why are you trying to go usl clubs you should go mls clubs yeah they don't i'm not saying all of you guys do but many people have this altered perception of how easy or how uncompetitive this world is yeah. it's so competitive and that you people you know even for I me i just don't get why people even keep asking that because you say that like in every video i think a lot of there's a lot of new people coming to my channel and i think there's a lot of new people coming yeah, to my instagram it's like so repetitive yeah but i think that's a good thing because that means more and more people are finding me and i want to reach more and more people so if, yeah. it, if i wasn't getting the same questions it i would almost look at that as like oh maybe i'm not reaching new people it's the same people sticking around it's true and so i want to balance that but you also don't want to bore the yeah. audience that you already have yeah exactly i don't want i i want to take to both where i can kind of talk to the people who've been around and be like hey you guys know here's something new and then i also want to be like look these are the main questions that always pop up this is my uh, response every single time so yeah Mm -hmm. so that's what that's what i'm dealing with 
But um, but anyway, so they, they did this amazing video about the, the truth of a pro. But right now I'm in that, like I'm in the off season grind where I'm trying to find a team and it's, yeah. it's been a struggle, you know, it's not easy. It's so, so competitive. I mean, you talk to teams and even with my resume, I've been playing in the uh, pro for four or five years, Sacramento Republic, Orange County Blues, St. Louis FC, Germany, New Zealand, still, you know, you would think if you didn't know how it works, teams would be lining up to offer contracts, but it's, it's tough. Yeah. You have to fight for it. And it's the, instability of it is very tough it's very very tough but um but yeah I'm, i love it for now it's definitely getting tiring but i still love it but um i definitely would like to have a 12 month lease in an apartment so we can buy a throw pillow you know that'd be nice <laughs> that'd be nice that'd be the life One uh what, what's your plan for the next couple of weeks going into christmas new year's you have anything you just gonna be here with the family any plans or anything um i wish we this is like the first time we're not spending christmas together for a little bit huh what, did we spend together last year? Last year? No, I was with my family last year. What about the year before that? We were in... We were in Europe, and then the year before that, we were in Europe. Okay. So, yeah, this is... Kind of cool. We've been dating for, like, four years, and two out of the four we've spent in Europe for Christmas. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. That's also the perks of the instability, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, For... I was going to say for my off-season. <laughs> for the next couple of weeks... Um, <laughs> I honestly, I'm just going to be working on creating content. I'm really enjoying vlogging at the moment. I go through like waves where like some days like I hate filming, like I don't want to film anything and I feel really boring and like forced. And then there's some days where like everything I do throughout the day, I'm like, I want to have my camera there. Like today, like I, when I was even getting something out of the fridge, I was like holding it right there. I'm like, who am I? Like I never do this. So I'm going to hopefully like ride that wave a little bit longer. I wish, I I mean, I understand it and I even, I go through that. But I wish that even on the days that you didn't feel like it, that you still try to produce something, you know? Yeah. And I know that you have um, like a blog that are incredibly important. That It's not like that when you're not vlogging, you're just sitting around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You're creating content on your blog. You're doing Instagram work. You're, doing, you're creating pillows. You're doing so many other stuff. But like I think that, you know, the, the, one yeah, of the keys no, I mean, is I, to do I, it. I wish, like I wish I wanted to do it every day. Like I do. Mm-hmm. But it's really, really hard for me to turn something on when it's not yeah. on. It's kind of like the same thing where like all my life, like in high school and college, like even now, like if my friends are going to a party or they're going to go to a bar, or like hang out and I don't feel like going and I'm not in the mood, yeah. I can't change it. Yeah. Like some people can just be like, okay, let's just try it. I'll go and I'll, I'll get in the mood. Yeah. Like you can do that. My brother can do that. If I don't want to go, like I'm not going, I can't go. And I just have to wait till the next day. And sometimes I really want to go. You I know. know? I've, I've, like I've, I'm either on or off. Like, I've dragged you out to like interactions or social stuff like that when you haven't been in the mood. And I can just tell like Mimi's not in the mood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's because you usually promise me something like we'll just be there for an hour. Or we won't drink. We'll just go home. And that's not usually what happens. Because I'm usually that same way though. I'm like, I don't know. Because you get easily and influenced then, into then, doing something that you don't want to do. Yeah. And then once and I'm, I'm there like, though, why? it's like what you just said though. Once I'm there, I'm like, this is fun. I like yeah, this. I like yeah, these I people. Can't do that. And then I, that's like, we've talked about this before about how like when it comes to social stuff like that, I feel pressured and I can change and I'm yeah. almost all I'm into it and I love it. That's why vlogging is such a, yeah. like being consistent is really a struggle. And I know that I'm not consistent. I'm not an idiot. Like I know yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm not and I know that it would really help if I was. And I wish I was. Like I wish I could do every single day. But um, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe in the future. I'm like working on it. I vlogged yesterday and today. So that's two days. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I think though too, like literally 
I think, I mean, even if it's not going to get a great amount of views, I think just sitting down and talking about like even the struggle of, of being just so authentically real about something, like that's even something I want to do on my YouTube channel Yeah, is like when I am feeling really down or the, you know, struggling about not getting a contract or whatever to just put the camera down and talk for like 10, 15 minutes and like just show when you have no content and be like, look, I, it, it, I don't feel like it sucks. I, I, I'm not happy right now. Like I want yeah. it, like to show that. I think that's, I think that's a good idea. And also when we were listening to David Dobrik's um, podcast the other day, mm-hmm. I like actually really related to the part where he was like um, talking about how he just hasn't had a break in forever, but he was talking about why he daily vlogs and why he vlogs every single day. And I think Jason was like, dude, why don't you take a day off? You know? And he was saying how he has the kind of personality where if he takes one day off, yeah. like he's screwed. Like, he's done. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like you probably don't really relate to that. But, like, uh-uh. when I heard that, I was like, you know, I can, I feel like I relate to that, like, a little I bit. Feel... Because, like, it's happened with a lot of things. You know, even, yeah. like, like I went, like, in, I remember in college, I got, like, a membership to go to yoga. And I did hot yoga every single day for two and a half weeks. Every single day. Because the first two weeks were, like, free. So, I was like, I'm going to get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah. And then one day I didn't go. And then I never went back again. And I feel like, like, it, it. I feel like I do that all the time with things like workout classes. Like I loved those and I was going yeah. to two a day and then I took one day off and then I just didn't go back again. I was like, David, I, I, I think that's, you. I think that's the majority of people like no, that. No, definitely. But I, I've never been like that. Yeah. I, and I well, don't. Well, the thing is too, like you don't go through phases as much. Like yeah. my, I think it's like, like my, I think we have like a little bit of ADD in our blood, <laughs> but like my family goes through phases of like hobbies and interests and just like. Like none of it's not that we we're not like it's not that we don't like dedicate ourselves to one thing but like we just it's never been one thing forever yeah. like for you it's been one thing forever like soccer forever but for us it's like you know like like my dad like he makes bread one day then he's really into kefir then he's really into yogurt and then he loves kombucha and then he likes roasting his own coffee yeah. and like every month it's like a different thing and he like he, you go all in for the amount that yeah. you're doing it you go all in but then like the moment you kind of stop and then do something else like you move on and i wish i didn't do that like i wish mm-hmm. that i was more i'm trying to think of my phases like i i yeah I... but it can be smaller it can even just be like the type of workout you like doing mm, you know what i mean yeah. or like sometimes like you know you might like going on the stairmaster every single day, but then a month later you get over it and you do something but else. But people like, always do that with workout, like not even workouts, like what you said, like how a type of workout. Like type. But I feel like most people do that with training or actual working out. Well, it's because they haven't gone long enough to make that a habit. Yeah, but like like Omar was saying, like we were talking back to Omar from Pro GK, <laughs> but he was like, yeah, man, like I'm I'm good for like three. I have three months on, three months off. But as soon as I get out of the routine, as soon as I have that that one day where I eat bad or I stop working out or I have a bad workout or I just don't go to the gym and I skip it, I'm done for three months. Well, see, it, there is a psychological thing though because that happens to so many people and like maybe it, not, it might not be to that degree. Yeah. But that does happen to a lot of people. But you why, know? I, like in my head, like I can't process, like if for me, like if I'm yeah, on a diet, you don't understand it. if I'm on a diet or I'm working out and I skip a day, it doesn't ruin it, right? That but is that, nothing. But that's the way that people see it. But Why? That's just the way they see it's it. It's just a rest day. You have one bad day tomorrow. Just hey, do it again. Chill out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just like I know, I'm but trying you're to. Getting like really I'm trying to process it though. I'm like I, I'm I really trying to understand. I don't. I don't know why. What's the psychology behind it? But I know that a lot of people feel like that, and yeah. I think that there's something in our heads that make us think that because like even like I will go really healthy and I'll you know work out and I'll feel really great and then 
we'll have one day where it's someone's birthday in my family. So yeah. we go out to dinner, we all have dessert, and then I feel like shit. And then the next day I'm like, oh, back to back to the beginning, you know? But really it's like, it might be two steps forward, like half a step back. That's, but you're yeah. not going all the way back. But I think the fact that you are going back, I think it's just like a, it like kills your, your motivation. It just is... Yeah. You know what I mean? I could, like it, yeah. it just kills you a little bit. I don't and know. Like I, some people probably let that half step back really affect them. They and, think that the half step back is going two steps all the way yeah, back. Yeah, but the really, beginning. it's just like like whenever we go to Hawaii or Europe, you know, we feel like oh my god, we've gained ten pounds. Like we've eaten so much food, and usually when we get home, we're either the same weight or less. That's happened yeah, every yeah, single yeah. time. Same weight or less. That's true. Yeah. But it's like in your mind, you're like, wow, like I, I, you know, I just wasted so much. I'm, I'm back to the beginning. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But your body, like your body can rebound a lot better than people think. Well, it and then so many people too, like a week off for your body is really good. No, yeah. I'm not saying that you should go a week off every other week, but like a week off two times a year yeah. is really good for your body. And that's something I have to, had, yeah. had to learn because I was the type of person that if I was thought I was taking a week off, it was to me like I was taking a year off. Yeah, well, the thing, the thing I was going to get rusty from it. Yeah, the thing is too, like I'm sure for you it's like even more so. But I know that when you work out and you eat well and you get your body into a certain routine, it does bounce back faster. Yeah. So that's why people say, you know, just keep going to the gym every single day. And then if you want to have a piece of cake, it's fine. But the people who don't work out every single day and they have a piece of cake, their body doesn't rebound. Yeah. So the fact that like you eat so healthy every single day, usually you work out every single day. When you do take a little bit off, your body can probably bounce back a lot faster than other people's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's like, that should be good motivation for people to work out when they can so that when they do go off the rails or they go on vacation or whatever, that it will b- bounce back faster than it would have. Yeah. If you didn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes I don't sense. know. I've heard that somewhere. Is that true? I don't know. It would be good to, good study to do. A good research study. Maybe I've two minute that, Tuesday. I've heard that multiple times, but yeah, because yeah. you're, you're like you're ex like you're exercising your body is like you're you're getting it used to working better because it's like a machine, you know. Like mm-hmm. you're you're it's running faster. It can burn more calories. It, it can. Yeah, it's funny. I took the longest break. I have literally from when I started weightlifting at age 13, as mm-hmm. soon as I could go into the adults gym weightlifting area at age 13 on my birthday, first thing I did, got the mat card, you know, the athletic upgraded from the junior member yeah. to the full member and started working out. That was what I did on my birthday. Um, happy birthday. Stuff. <laughs> I had a party too. I had a oh, party sure. too. <laughs> no, but that was like All the next day. But, um, but I did that and, um, from that that day, I think all the way up until now, it's so all 26, so 13 years of working out, the, I hadn't taken off more than a week if it was a vacation or anything, finals mm-hmm. week maybe, even then not really. But um, that, when I did had my surgeries, that was the longest I've ever taken off, you know, because I, I literally gone you from not taking have. more than a week off to going, okay, now you can't have intense workouts from July through and I still did a little bit of upper body yeah, light, still go and like but you can't. Stuff. I couldn't engage my core that much, so it was like machines, you know, where I had to like, you know, like just don't engage your core with it, and that's so hard. It is hard. But like I did that from July pretty much all the way through like almost a year, ten months, I'd say, without doing intense workouts, and I felt it, and and I was still in shape, like I still had a six pack and everything, yeah. and I was like, I, I remember going to the gym, and that was the first time in my life I'd go to the gym, and I'd be like, I am not enjoying myself. I, it sucks, 
the weights moving it around i was like getting fatigued and tired and be like this sucks yeah and i've never had that in my life stamina that you normally do i would do two sets of something in my muscles and that's what normal people feel like every time they go to the gym (laughs) yeah and i i find like it hit me i'm like this is why people don't like it because i've always been on the other spectrum where you're killing the workout you have a great one you're sweating you're like that was awesome you know, it's still, you get tired and your body hurts and everything, but it's such a good feeling. And this was like, why is my body feeling like this when I have 110 pounds on the yeah. bar? Like I, that was, and I connected for the first time. I was like, this is why people, you know, that especially have taken five years off of working out, mm-hmm. don't enjoy coming back. And I, and I was like, wow, that, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I remember the first time we went to Europe together, I remember we... We, we were walking a lot, so we were getting some good cardio exercise, and we were eating a lot of crepes and a lot of bad food. Yeah. And I remember we got back, and I remember I went back to Ramble, and you were, in, like, in Portland or something. But I remember my first workout back was a leg workout. Mm-hmm. And I remember I texted you afterwards because I almost threw up. Like, <laughs> I tried just – I remember you told me, like, go into it easy. Like, you're not – you know, you're not where you used to be. Go into it easy. But I just did what I normally did. Yeah. And I did like the Smith machine. Like So you just disregarded all of the information. I disregarded all of it. So I was like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. So I was doing like squats with uh, superset it with lunges, like weighted walking lunges. And then I did all the leg machines. And then I did like everything. And I even did like jumping something. Nice. And I remember I just sat there and I was like, I'm going to throw up. Like I'm going to throw up. But it was so weird because like I didn't feel like I was out of shape, yeah. but I couldn't do what I normally did. And it was only like two weeks mm-hmm. of like going to Europe. Yeah. Two weeks off. And I yeah. remember just being so nauseous. Like I almost threw up. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Camera just stopped. We have to, there we go. Um, yeah, no, it sucks. It definitely sucks. And it's funny too, as, as, as I've gotten older, um, I actually was talking about this with uh, Jordan. This guy came out. He actually is from Seattle. Um, he was a new guy. Uh, he came out today for the first time. He's friends with Jake the goalkeeper from St. Louis FC. Okay. Uh, this guy's name is Jordan. He was playing at Colo- uh, Colorado Springs. And um, we were just talking about, he's like 24. So he's like not getting older, but he's not 18 anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we we're just talking about his time in the USL, what he's noticed. And it's crazy. First off, how many similarities there is with everybody from like the grind of the off season to like the training to mm-hmm. like the instability. He was talking about the instability and everything. And then we were just talking about our bodies and recovering. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, tw- I'm 26 now. And he's like, what, what do you notice about your body? I'm like, it takes me, you know, from when it used to took me 24 hours to recover, now it takes me 48. Mm-hmm. And he was like, 100%, dude, 100%. <laughs> and he's like, and it's, he's like, it's not like you can't play as hard. It's not that you don't recover. It's just that that time is extended. So you it's know like, what, you need. what do I need? Steroids. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, uh, I was talking. We were talking about it because I was like, "Yeah, man, I had these combines, and if, you know, or even you know, I was talking about New Zealand. I'd play a game, especially coming back, and for the first time in my life, it would take four days for me to feel a hundred percent again. And I'm like, four days, you know, like yeah. the like my groins are still tight from the combine last week. You know, I've been still training and doing stuff. Well, it's because you've been training for five hours a day. So well, today was an exception, <laughs> but like yes, I could I could four. do this as a as an eighteen year old, and yeah. then tomorrow do the same exact thing again, and then the next day do the same exact thing again, and now here I'll go five hours, and then tomorrow it's gonna be off day, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's like just the difference, and we're just talking about it. It's really cool. And then the second thing that I really want to say is the more and more people and pros and just with my YouTube channel and my reach now, like how many new people I've met over the last year, the more I'm a fan of people. And that's like 
I used to think, especially when you're in your own little bubble, your own comfort zone, and you see people from other schools, other teams, other people in the higher divisions or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, especially on social media and you kind of get a little bit judgmental, you're like, I don't know if I like that person, whatever. But then every single person I've met, every single person I've met that's come out to these things, every single person I've met through social media, through YouTube, anywhere, Sheldon Tweedy, everybody, I'm a huge fan of them. I think they're a great person and they're, they're just... Well, that's why you shouldn't judge people, Sheldon. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and so I'm like... <laughs> I, you know them. But like even with this Jordan guy, like, you know, when you're playing other teams in the USL and you're like, man, you know, screw those guys. Like you, you, you see them and you it, they piss you off because they're the opposition, they're doing well, yeah. whatever. But then you meet them and it's like every single person could be my best friend if I was hanging out with it. I'm all, I think I'm a people person, but like the more and more people I meet, the more and more That's of good. a fan I am of people in general. Like That's it's good. crazy. It's really noticeable for me. The cat's coming in right now. What's up, boo? No, she's not jumping up. Yeah, but like that's just something I've noticed. Like I, I, I really, and it's really, really cool. Like somebody will come up, and I'm like, all of a, especially when you have a common interest like soccer, it's crazy how fast you can connect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely. And on that note, what? I'm gonna make some Christmas cookies soon. <gasps> oh, here's the cat. I'm so excited. Boo, you're gonna have to get down. No. Okay, sh- should She's, we leave her up here? Yeah, she'll just lay down. Oh, oh yeah, there she is. <laughs> Mimi has this thing where she she does very what's it called baby talk you baby talk your animals well depending on the animal I talk to them differently all you talk Who's to them a little like, more mature <laughs> a little more manly <laughs> and I'm like Mimi more boo. you ha- you have to stop baby no. talking your, your, with well, your I have animal. one cat Bella who her meow is the most high pitched thing you've ever like you can almost not hear it because it's so high pitched it's like meow. so I can't be like what's it Bella. like what's it like what, one more time <laughs> so I keep like Bella get over here Bella like it just seems so weird to me because that's not how she talks so I'm like Bella yeah and it's, it's as you guys can hear it's not annoying at all which is no. really cool and Boo's the cutest you should... look she has crumbs on her chin yeah um and then so today too uh, I ran when Sam took me through the session uh Sam Haynes when he took me through yes. the sessions he he like that's what he does he does one-on-one training with players mm-hmm. and so like I knew it was gonna be good I've seen his drills and all that stuff and so he's like what do you want to work on I'm like just put me through any of your normal sessions and like I usually I haven't had the opportunity to really get trained by someone that much in my mm-hmm. life like I had a little guy uh or not little guy I had a personal <laughs> trainer that kind of trained me like once a trainer. week for like a year back when I was like 12 13 mad tensio that became like one of my biggest mentors in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, I have I've, I did one with Guru Sobers over in, in England, but I've never really yeah. been doing those individuals like with a coach that teaches you and does the drills. Yeah. It's always been on me. And so like having that, like it's so cool, one, to learn different drills and to get a different perspective and what they want to work on. And then two, like the high quality of it is so awesome. Like it was, the ball was pinging, it was moving. I'm really excited for the video. It should hopefully be up by the time this is up. Go watch mine first though. Go watch Mimi's first and then you guys can watch my my videos. But yeah, the ball's moving, it's pinging, it's like intense, it's sharp. And then we're both, like if we mess up, I'm like, no, 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 again. And he's like, yeah, that was bad, again, you know? It didn't happen that much because I didn't mess up that much. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was really, really good. And so like, I was really happy and it, it made me almost be like, Sam, we should we should you know if you're down we should do more of these and he's like yeah yeah, i'm down i'm down um (laughs) the cat's just chilling how come she never hangs out with us until we're doing a podcast until we're working yeah that's just what she does like if you're like typing on the computer she'll come and just sit on the computer (laughs) 
Or like if you have paper or a book. Mm-hmm. Ow. She's like stabbing my leg. All right. I got to go make some Christmas cookies. I'm making like three batches. So uh-huh. we're going to have to wrap up this Oh, you can go. I'll, fin- I'll finish it. You're going to finish? Yeah, I can finish. I got some stuff to talk about anyway. How do you uh, have go? more to talk about? I can. This is my job. This is what I can do. This is. I love talking. I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. You want to go? Yeah. All right, so Mimi's going to leave now. I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm going to turn some mixers on, though, so it might be loud. Close the door. I'm going to talk about – I'm going to move this mic over here a little bit. But I'm going to talk about, um, like, Conrad. So Conrad Pleva, if you guys remember him from from St. Louis FC, he called me on the phone. We we FaceTimed, and we just chatted kind of about, like, just about life. Just caught up. Mimi, can you close the door? Maybe. Yeah, forgot pretty quick. So I talked to Conrad Pleva and we just talked about life. I've talked about our careers, talked about next season. We just caught up and it was really cool. I mean, he was one of my best friends at St. Louis FC and we just, we just chatted and uh, we were just mainly talking about uh, the struggle. Like, I mean, he, it's not even the struggle. Like he's been in the USL now for like four or five years. So, and he's been doing really well. I mean, he was with the, uh, with the New York Red Bulls for two years, I think. He won a championship with them uh, in the USL. Then he went over to St. Louis FC, and then after St. Louis FC, he went to the Real Monarchs. He, he did really well at the Mon- uh, Real Monarchs this last year, and then he signed again for this following 2019 season. So he's not even struggling to get pro contracts. But we were just talking in general about like the instability, you know, the same thing that all USL players go through and all MLS players and pretty much every player goes through if you're not in the top leagues getting five-year contracts from Arsenal. But he was just like, yeah, man, like he, everybody has their goals of what they've wanted to do in their career. Like for mine, my goal when I started off was like, I just want to have one season where I get a paycheck to do what I love, to play soccer. I just wanted to get what it was like, experience the pro lifestyle of getting paid to play, living on whatever, if it was $100 a month or $500 a month or whatever, and be able to live just off the paycheck. I knew the place I was coming from that I wasn't gonna have enough to retire, you know, I wasn't gonna have a crazy career. And after doing it once, I was hooked, I loved it, and I did everything I could to just keep on pushing for the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. Um, and like he was talking about he wanted to get his 100 appearances, his 100 pro appearances, and that he'd be happy with his career. And But at the same time, like we, we struggle to go back and forth about this of being in this like weird mix of getting paid and being able to continue to play for a living but not getting paid so much that it's 100% worth it to stick out everything. Like we get paid, but it's but it's nothing to like write home about. It's nothing that you are, you know, making hundreds of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars a week or even a year, but you're still getting paid and it's it's such a hard mix of like do you go and try something else? Do you try to push into, you know, do you end your career and you you possibly completely regret it? Or do you continue to, to do what you love, but then maybe s- struggle in the uh, the after your career? And I'm very fortunate with Become Elite to have this as like a backup plan because I, I have a full vision of what's going to happen. And I, I don't think I'm going to have a problem with that. But for the majority of players that don't have a, a, a set backup plan, this is something they face every single every single year. And every year that they stick around in the league and every single year that they keep on playing, that's one year they're not adding to their actual business resume and creating a future for themselves. So it is very difficult and you see it happen everywhere, all over the leagues and and all over the world. Um, do you chase after the dream? Do you keep doing it? Do you keep getting you know this instability? Everything, all the the negatives, the cons that come along with it, but you do get paid to play. 
and I think it is worth it. I think it's it's really rewarding, but it's it it is very draining. It's very draining to to chase after your goal. And um, you know, I wish I wish it wasn't, but it's it's so draining. And that's why I really going back to that that Unisport video with Will John. Why I liked it so much is because they they talked about the competitive competitiveness of the game. They talked about the instability. They talked about everything that is just so true. And I love it at times. And I also hate it at times. And I, I being 100% honest, I hate the off-seasons. I love the off-season training. I love where I can focus on myself. I love where I can get the guys out and get really quality trainings, exactly what we want to work on. But if we're talking about... Uh, if we're talking about the actual off-season behind the scenes of what goes on, going to trials, going to combines, emailing coaches, talking to your agent, trying to get hooked up anywhere, reaching out, doing everything you can, talking, 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 facing rejection, or not getting called back, not getting texts back over and over again, that's not fun. I hate that. I, to be 100% honest, I hate doing this every year. You know, I, I'm loved it that year after Orange County Blues where I had a contract set up for me the next year pretty much as soon as the season ended. I had the season ended. I got a contract for the next year with St. Louis FC and I was killing it in the off season. I was happy. It was just amazing. But then all the other off seasons, you you go through the same thing. You're like, I haven't heard anything. And and just as quick as, you know, you you could be here for five, six weeks hearing nothing, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then all of a sudden, boom, you have a contract offer. And that's how it happens. But you have to just show so much patience and just keep on tricking yourself, you know, that, that it's going to work out. And I have this video on YouTube talking about like, it's called like coming clean about like something. It was about last off season about how I didn't have a contract for the 2018 season. And just, I really opened up and talked about my thoughts there. And I think that's, that was really like a real moment for me. And I think every pro in the off season going through that struggle because it sucks. I mean, you go week after it's like being, it's unemployed. You literally every single season you're unemployed and you have to go to a very, very limited amount of jobs with a crazy, crazy amount of other applicants applying for the same job. And you just have to hope that it works out. And so far it has worked out. But as soon as it doesn't work out one year, that's pretty much, you know, it's very, very difficult to come back from a year being out of season. You know, Will John will say it. Anybody will say it. It's tough. But um. But yeah, that's just, that's what you sign up for. You just, these off seasons, they suck. Um, but yeah, I just, I like, I like kind of opening up, kind of just going on a rant about that stuff. That's going to be it for the end of the podcast though. Hopefully something will come up soon for me in this, in this off season time. I hope you guys are seeing how difficult it is, even if you have a decent resume behind you. Um, but I hope you guys are also seeing how rewarding it is, how you really are living the dream. I mean, you see my videos, I get to play, I get to eat, you know, it's every day. That's my life, which is, it's just amazing. You can't ask for anything more, um, except for a little bit more money. <laughs> no, but that's, that's it. That's going to be the against all odds podcast guys. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, hope you have a great day and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Yeah.